from Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Wednesday, August 30th. I'm Sarah Reif. The Board of Supervisors voted unanimously yesterday not to dissolve the beloved Municipal Advisory Councils yesterday, in spite of a 12-page staff recommendation to do so. But the Mendocino County Climate Action Advisory Committee and the Public Safety Advisory Board remain on the chopping block along with others that were formed decades ago, are defunct, or operating under statutes that no longer exist. With next year's deficit projected to exceed $10 million, the executive office calculated that dissolving the committees would save the general fund over $900,000, most of it in staff time. In spite of its length, the staff report was lean on specifics. A single paragraph on the fiscal impact acknowledged that true costs are likely much higher, but significantly more difficult to calculate. Supervisor Maureen Mulhern asked for more information. And it's my request that staff immediately start tracking per MAC how much time they're spending so that this board or future boards can really know and understand. If one MAC is causing very little staff time, then we should know that. If another MAC is charging up hundreds of thousands of dollars or potentially presenting hundreds of thousands of dollars in liability and potential litigation expenses, then that should immediately come back to the board, and perhaps it just shouldn't be so quiet. There are six MACs, or Municipal Advisory Councils, in unincorporated parts of the county. At the meetings, which are subject to the Brown Act, community members typically receive regular updates from law enforcement, fire chiefs, water experts, and other institutional representatives. They play a key role in creating community plans, and they're on the list of entities that must be notified about discretionary permits in the neighborhood. The MAC members are appointed by the district supervisor, who usually attends the meetings to take the temperature of the community, answer questions about what's going on with county government, and receive recommendations. Yesterday, MAC members protested that they had not received any notice about plans to dissolve them prior to the publication of the agenda on Thursday. Supervisor Dan Jurdy, too, said he would have liked a little more notice. I do think it's unfortunate because I have a standing request with the CEO that before any budget cutting items come to the board that the CEO personally meet with each of the five supervisors, this is what a city manager would do, and make sure that there are at least three votes, but more importantly that all five supervisors know the proposal, have an opportunity prior to publication of agenda to have some input on the agenda item, and that didn't happen here. And I hope that because we have $7 million structural deficit, we probably have a $10 million structural deficit looking at next fiscal year. These cuts today are actually very tiny and it's kind of, they're kind of a distraction actually from the work that we need to be doing. Nevertheless, for whatever reason, this, this item landed on our agenda without consultation with the supervisors early on when we've got much bigger items to cut that are not even on our agenda yet. The board directed staff to keep track of how much time it spends on the max and put a limit on it. The MACs were not the only committees being eyed for dissolution. Supervisor John Haschak questioned Planning and Building Services Director Julia Krog's claim that the County Fish and Game Commission costs the general fund $55,000 a year. She provided some detail. So we do provide um, staff support as well. So that includes when um, any member of that commission reaches out to us, responds to any inquiries they may have, publishing the agenda, sending out packets, sitting through the meeting itself, um, and providing those support services, queuing up items as part of board calendars and support. So that is where that staff time of the $55,000 comes into play. So are those meetings every month or? By their bylaws, they meet every other month. So there's six meetings and $55,000, so that's almost $9,000 per meeting? 
Well, there is work that happens in between where there may be outreach yeah. to our office as well. Okay, it just seems rather high. And, and then we also do the, the support for their accounts payable as well. I think that they're doing good work and I, I don't want to see it go, but you know, I don't want to see $55,000 spent on, on that. The board decided to keep the Fish and Game Commission but reduce the number of seats. Mulhern summed up the rationale for directing staff to dissolve the Climate Action Advisory Committee, which has had a difficult time gathering its large membership for in-person meetings since the end of the pandemic. And as a board member, I see um, the Grassroots Institute, I see Climate Action Mendocino, I see NGOs bringing stuff forward to the board in a way that's really productive. And I'm afraid that the Brown Act and getting a quorum is really inhibiting this committee from doing the work that the people that are invested in it are trying to do. Um, so I'm in favor of not having it as a county committee so that it can continue to operate not under the Brown Act and not having to um, jump through all the county hopes. Jordy agreed reluctantly. You know, I don't really want to see it go away, but, you know, I, I don't know it's going to be a huge loss if it goes away. Supervisor Ted Williams successfully argued for measures to reduce the staff burden of the Mendocino Historic Review Board, which holds time-consuming meetings at night. But he recommended the dissolution of the Public Safety Advisory Board, which met once since being formed in 2021. It wasn't the only committee that appeared to be defunct. The Underground Committee? What is that? <laughs> we can't tell you it's underground. <laughs> yeah, we yes. 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 No. Just kidding. <laughs> Staff will come back with responses to the recommendations next month. Mary Beth Kelly, an original member of the Redwood Valley MAC, summed up the feeling of all the public comments, from MAC members and the undersheriff to people who missed a full day's work to have a chance to plead for their continued existence. Democracy's messy, it's inconvenient at times, it is expensive at times, and it's definitely a participation sport. Do not cut us off from participating in our government. Thank you. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news, with photos and more, visit kzyx.org.